Hi there, I'm Namisha Patel-Owen and you're listening to Live Your True Self, episode number five, Who We Truly Are. After 18 years doing corporate, in 2018 it became about doing me and doing what I love. It wasn't that long ago that I too felt stuck, lost and asking myself, who am I anyway and what's my purpose? Full of self-doubt, fear of failure and confusion, fast forward to this moment and you'll see a version of me that's true to myself. Calm, confident and clearer than ever before, inspired by Krishna's words in the Bhagavad Gita, one must deliver himself with the help of the mind and not degrade himself. The mind is the friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well. So perspective is everything. And no matter where you find yourself on your spiritual journey, allow me to guide you to drop out of your head the busyness in your mind and drop into your heart the sacred space that holds your beautiful soul so that you too can awaken your true self and live life more meaningfully in this moment. Take a deep breath and listen on in. Allow me today to share my story and my discovery of who I truly am. Settle in my lovely, take a deep breath here, and let me invite you to listen for insight. Listen for self-insight, for your self-discovery, for it lies here. Who am I? This is the question I pose to myself For around six months back in 2018, when I was off long-term sick, sitting at my kitchen table with myself, with my thoughts, with my sickness, with my mind, body and soul in a fragile, yet in this intentionally curious state. It was the first time I actually stopped paused and slowed down enough to actually sit with myself with this simple yet challenging to answer question, who am I? And what came up for me in the first instance was I'm a wife. I am a mum of two beautiful kiddos who were five and one back then. I am a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a colleague, a leader. And then I stopped. Something was missing. Because whilst these roles were part of who I am, they were not who I am. They were roles, they were labels or hats I wore, duties, I proudly fulfill and I always will so lovingly. In this moment, for the first time, I realised who I am was more than the roles I fulfilled. Who you are, lovely, is more than the roles you previously, currently and in the future will fulfil. Way more. So I immersed myself in the quest 
to discover who I truly am. Firstly, and unsurprisingly, at the early stages of my spiritual journey, I turned to logic and facts and what I knew about myself already. I created a PowerPoint presentation deck titled, Who Am I? and went about collecting anything and everything I knew already about myself at the age of 39. My values and what I stand for, my strengths, my weaknesses, my likes, my dislikes, my personality type, if you've done it before, the Myers-Briggs one, my achievements, my accolades, my qualifications, my career history over 18 years. The softer side, the things that brought me joy and energy and the things that drained my energy. What is important to me and why, I asked myself. What beliefs do I hold so dearly? I contemplated. The PowerPoint deck filled up with this knowingness, this factual information and data I held about me, a record of who I am. Or was it more like a record of what I think I am based on what I've done and experienced or what I've been told about me or maybe a combination of both? So whilst the exercise was useful, especially to see the collection of attributes and achievements all in one place for the first time, feeding my brain evidence of what I was and what I had achieved, something was still missing. So I turned to seeking help from others. I immersed myself in self-help books, and inspiring gurus, and of course Google, plus mantra meditation, which would later uncover something profound for me. But at that time, it was Tony Robbins that came to me to further my quest in finding who I am, with one of his signature three-day seminars held in London. Leaving my kiddos for the first time, I embarked on this next leg of my self-discovery path with my dear friend as well as my brother who I also wanted to help who I felt compelled to help at this particular time and why not in this way it was an insightful memorable and highly emotionally charged experience something I've not experienced before we even walked on fire The emotions that came pouring out, joy, sadness, relief, ecstasy, gratitude, fearlessness, determination, stillness, confusion, uncertainty, and of course, doubt. But something definitely got awakened for sure with the insights that were uncovered during this experience. I saw myself differently, taller than ever before, despite being five foot. I saw myself hungry for more, 
determined to make a bigger impact and difference from the wisdom of my wounds. This deep calling to help others connect with their true self from a place of love. I saw a different side of me. I saw an energy in me that felt alive, felt free, felt abundant. And on reflection, I realised these feelings came from shedding, releasing, unpacking, letting go of who I am not in that chapter of my being. Like I dropped the heavy backpack I'd been carrying around for me for so long, over 18 years in corporate and doing life. Another profound step forward, lightening the load in my mind, body and soul, based on who I thought I had to be, who others expected me to be, people pleasing and conforming to societal and cultural norms of the perceived ideal way of being and path to follow in life. The load certainly felt lighter. I unmasked myself for the first time. I gave myself permission to reveal myself as I was in that moment without the preconceived ideas of who I thought I should be. Permission to be me, real, raw and ready for the next chapter of my being. From the simple act of accepting who I am not now. How liberating, how satisfying, how freeing, like a butterfly flapping its wings for the first time with a sense of freedom to fly freely and just be, wings spread wide. I continued on my path and after six months I felt a deeper spiritual connection, a tug, a voice calling me to tap into my cultural background and the vastness and beauty that comes from being Hindu and accessing Vedic teachings and accessing Vedic teachings. I continued on this path and after six months in with more and more self-discovery I felt a deeper spiritual connection, a tug, a voice calling me to tap into my cultural background and the vastness and beauty that comes from being Hindu and accessing Vedic teachings. And just when I needed it most and was ready for it, the universe presented me an opportunity that changed everything for me. A seven-day monk challenge retreat at the Bhaktivedanta Manor in Watford, London, where in 2019 I was united with the wisdom that is the Bhagavad Gita, a Vedic scripture or perhaps also known as the guidebook for life, 
and who I truly am became clearer. This chapter crystallised who I am for the first time in a way that I never knew. I was never taught or perhaps never understood because I wasn't ready to do so. I knew my roles, I knew my attributes and achievements, I knew who I was not and I began to appreciate and finally embody who I truly am. From the Bhagavad Gita, I learnt that I am not the mind. I am not the countless thoughts swirling around my head about all the things that I'm exposed to or unexposed to. I am not the body. I am not the skin, the frame, the physical being I carry around with me that I see in the mirror looking back at me. Who I am Who we truly are, my dear one, is the beautiful soul that resides deep, deep within our sacred heart. The life force within that is ever so preciously kept safe in the place where everything that keeps us alive resides in our precious heart. You can't see it, it's infinite. It's eternal, it's everlasting. Our beautiful soul, or Atma, is the ever eternal source of who we truly are. When the mind, body, and all other material knowings are no more, our soul lives on. Who you are is the beautiful soul within you that's always been there for you, that's been guiding you, that's been talking to you, that in a loving, nurturing, intuitive voice, offering you an alternative way of thinking, feeling and experiencing life to the often noisy, loud, critical, unhelpful voice in the conditioned part of your brain, making you small, making you fearful, making you doubt yourself and second-guess yourself, making you stay in your comfort zone. Your beautiful soul is where your deep knowing lies. It's where your goodness and wisdom radiates from all that you've been through It's where love and compassion and kindness can be accessed in this moment and in any moment. It's where the answer you were looking for emanates. It's where your healing and truth comes from. It's where we find our true self, free from conditioning, free from heartache, free from preconceived ideas of who we think we should be. Who you truly are, my lovely, is a beautiful soul. Your unique, everlasting, beautiful soul. 
Now let me invite you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath here and sink into your body. Relax your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms. Your chest. your back, relax your tummy, your pelvis, your thighs, your lower legs, relax your ankles, Relax your feet and take a deep, nourishing breath into the whole body. Breathe into the wholeness of your body as you hear this. The Bhagavad Gita helps us understand who we are. Something we were not taught or fully understood when growing up. Are we these ever-changing individual identities that are showcasing on a daily basis? Or are we something eternal? This is the main issue that Arjuna had on the battlefield in the Bhagavad Gita story. He had a misunderstanding of his true nature. He identified himself as this warrior fighting this battle. But Lord Krishna reminds him that in fact he is the Atma or the eternal self which is found itself in this particular situation, in this moment. Just like you find yourself, your eternal self, in this chapter of your being. And so all Arjuna has to do is remember that he is the eternal Atma. We are our eternal self. And in that remembrance, peace, clarity and guidance will come to us about how to do our duties and live life purposefully. We're all bound by our duties and the roles we fulfill. We all have things that we must do and be in this world that's part of the circle of life. But the Bhagavad Gita teaches us to realize our true nature and from the inward journey of self-discovery, we can find more clarity about the duties 
that we have been given and desire. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna speaks about the nature of the soul and in chapter 2 verse 20 he says, the self is never born and it never dies. It has always existed and will never cease to exist and is unborn, eternal, everlasting and most ancient. It is not killed when the body is slain. And in chapter 2 verse 22 he continues, as a person puts on new garments, giving up old ones, the soul similarly accepts new material bodies, giving up the old. Krishna here is reminding Arjuna that the soul remains untouched. The soul goes from body to body, laugh life after life, seeking experiences. But the soul itself never is born and never dies. It is always eternal and will never cease to exist. One of the main reasons we don't understand our true nature is because we spend too much time in the conditioned part of our brain, in our head or driven by our ego. And this makes us attach ourselves to this world and makes us attach to things of this world and makes us operate from the mind. And the mind is constantly running the show. That's why we call it the monkey mind. It is constantly running after the pleasures of the world. But when we make that internal journey from the mind to the heart, from that space, we can truly find peace and purpose. From the heart is where we realize our true self. Now let me invite you to put your hands on your heart and feel your heart. Feel the sensations of your heart. Feel the beat of your heart. Feel the beauty that is your heart. Feel the goodness that is within your heart space. This, my lovely, is your sacred space where your inner wisdom, your inner goodness, your innate knowing from all that you are, all that you've been through resides. This is where your beautiful soul speaks from. This is who you are, the version of you filled with love, compassion, kindness that you can access and tune into anytime, anywhere especially when you're hurting, when you don't know where to turn. Turn within, my love. Come inward, for you have everything you need within you already. 
that's the beauty of our existence, our makeup and all that we are. And the more and more we drop into the heart, the more and more we realize our true nature, which is the Atma, the eternal self we have spoken about so dearly today. The more and more we will find purpose, meaning and fulfillment in this life. And knowing this, remember who you truly are. A soul who feels deeply and holds space for all emotions. A soul who sees the goodness in themselves, in others and in this life. A soul who makes a difference and impact, helping others in their own unique way. This is who you truly are. This is who you want to live by. This is you living your true self. Breathe into this knowing. Breathe into this truth. Breathe into this spiritual way of being from here on out, for the goodness lies within. Now you know who you are, the unconditioned, unfiltered, unlimited, everlasting soul, the Atma, your eternal self. Sit with this knowing, allow it to marinate in the depth of your being, contemplate it, receive it as intended for your spiritual enhancement. For with this knowing you have gained a higher level of consciousness which you will carry with you on your path of spiritual goodness from this point forward. Now take a moment to acknowledge yourself for this, because I certainly am. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, and I thank you. Let me invite you to wiggle your fingers and wiggle your toes, and when you're ready, Come back into the space that you find yourself held in. And take a deep, nourishing breath here. And simply notice who you truly are. Super grateful for you being here with me today, my lovely. I will see you again next week. Namaste.